Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. And my new segment entitled Change of Heart, where I'll offer heart clearing, the heart clearing technique to callers. We'll begin, we'll begin with a monthly segment on the first Thursday of the month, and I'll see how it evolves from there. There's just so much information to share. Uh, these segments, what they're going to do is they're going to give me more time to focus on the subject of self-awareness as it pertains to manifestation and change, moving forward in balance, and acquiring a unified energy field. So there's several techniques I'd like to employ, uh, depending on what the caller needs. With me to serve as guides are, of course, Jesus, also known as Yeshua, and my spirit guide, Ezekiel. Jesus will also assist in helping you understand your heart's contents, so he'll be giving me messages. If you would like to call in to experience this, but are not comfortable with my using biblical names, just let me know, and I can try to speak simply although other names are likely to come up as other positive entities and beings stop by to assist or offer a message from time to time. Because life reflects back to us how we feel about it and how we feel about ourselves, the technique involves looking into the heart chakra or heart center and identifying negative emotions, coping mechanisms, and defenses that are holding you back, keeping you stuck, and preventing you from acquiring peace and manifesting desired change or improvements in all areas of your life. It all happens in the same place. When I go in and identify something, once you recognize its presence and how it's impacting your life, then I'm able to remove it energetically. Our focus is on the heart center as it is here that we process the energies of love, self-love, and money. But other chakras may be explored for thoroughness. If I find damage, I may go in to fix that. And, and see what else is needed. There are, like I said, myriad de- details to share and, and different things that um, I would like to bring forth on the air. Uh, but I'll explain more about it as we go forward so you can gain a more complete understanding. I don't want to do it all in one, in one sitting. Uh, if you would like to finally release yourself from the self-imposed prison of blame, shame, guilt, other negative emotions, fear of the future, you can book a full session with me at spiritualinsightsradio.com. With regard to social media, don't forget, you can interact with other listeners and like-minded individuals at the Spiritual Insights Forum. That's a closed group that I created just for that purpose, so we can all talk about all of our favorite topics in a nice private setting that is non-judgmental. And you can also tune into the segments for the show on my page, Spiritual Insights Radio. Okay, so if you're planning to call in, as always, in preparation for your call, Please ensure you're in a quiet environment, have pen and paper and water nearby, 
if you like, you can mention an area of your life where you're experiencing stagnation or turbulence, and I'll help you understand how it's manifesting. But if you're not sure what you need, that's okay. I'm going to go in and see what we find. Alrighty, so let's just get started. First up is area code 480, followed by area code 610, then 905, and I'll refresh the list as we go. Okay, so 480. Welcome to the show and the new segment. What's your name? Where are you from? Hi, this is Mike in California. How are you? Hey, Mike. Good to hear your voice. What's going on? Still doing good? Oh, my good? goodness. And still, yeah, doing well. Um, there's just there's a lot of stuff coming that's coming, you know, that's moving forward and going and maybe sometimes not as fast as I want it to and everything and the changing of the, the job and yeah. um spiritual stuff as well um and it's just like i'm and i saw your show and i was like oh my gosh how perfect because i am so in my head right now okay (laughs) and it's just you know it's there's so much going on and what i want to do and i'm just you know there's like a, a, a stress a frustration and uh and and anxiety all at the same time type of thing that's going on and i just want that gone okay all right so the first thing I'm getting is an issue with time. So I'm going to help you work on that because you know how when we talk about going with the flow and allowing things to unfold and we have uh, this patience factor. Patience is nothing, nothing more than trust, basically, yep. that everything's happening as it should. Okay. So with you, you have a, your relationship with time as we have relationships with everything else like money people, God, and ourselves, your relationship with time is uh, kind of impatient, and that's coming out of a fear. There's a fear that you want it all to land exactly the way you envision it. Do you see this? Mm-hmm. Like you want it all to fall into place like the yellow brick road and not be um, not be in disarray. You want it all to make right. sense. True? Okay. All right. So I'm going to go in. If you'll... Uh, Take a breath. Take note of your breathing. Just notice any tension in the chest area. Okay. And then open your heart. Okay. What I'm looking at, Mike, is it feels like teenage years. Yeah. It's teenage years, and it's it's this, um, like, a dread of something happening. I don't know if it's graduation or something in that time where you, this is where the problem started, where you wanted to push something away or pull it towards you, and that created kind of a fear going on. Do you recognize anything that matches that description? Yeah, um, I, my mom was sick for a long time, and at 14, uh, she passed. There you go. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So you're pushing it away. Okay. Okay. So there's grief, too. All right, let me go in. I'm going to go into your third eye and deal with this time issue. Okay, there's a perception that time can either take away or reward you. Do you feel that? And there's Um, a nervousness. That's where the stress is. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all, yeah, it should have happened yesterday. (laughs) Okay, there you go. All right, let me get this out. Okay, there's also expectations. Yep. 
We'll take that out. Now I'm going into the heart center. I want to get the grief from mom's passing. Got it. Okay, let me see what else. There it is, frustration. It's like trying to hold too much in your arms and you can't, you know, things start to fall out of your arms and you're trying to keep it all contained within your arms. Yep. That's your emotional posture. Like you're just trying to control everything. Okay. It might be easier to just sit it down and put it in a row, that kind of thing. So we need Mm -hmm. to change your perception of all that's happening, which is a lot. Okay. Let me get the frustration out and then help you see it clearly. There you go. Okay. So when you look at all your projects, it might help you to make a list and write it down. That way it's in black and white and it's in linear format, right? Mm-hmm. Then you can see what needs to be addressed till tomorrow, and then that will help you with the time thing too because you're trying to do it all gotcha. at once. Okay. Yep. So when and it I, comes, want, when and it I comes, want it all to happen at once. And you want it all done. <laughs> you want it done. You want it done correctly, and you want it done now. Yeah, and I don't want to have the J-O-B. <laughs> You don't want what? I don't want to have to have the J-O-B, <laughs> you know, type of thing. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. All right. So, yeah, put it all down. Here's, here's the thing with prioritizing. Do what absolutely, absolutely has to be done today, and then yep. at the end of the day, calmly look at it and congratulate yourself on what you did get done because some things are going to need more time than others. You can't do it all in one day and, and you can't do it all at once. There's multitasking, but then there's doing five things at once and nothing's going to go right, right? Sure. Yep. This is, this is another form of resistance against time. And what you're doing is you put it on yourself. You're putting pressure on yourself and you're playing Superman. Superman can whip it all together. Make yep. sense? I mean... Yep. Absolutely. The only people I know that can really do that in such a short amount of time are Aries. But for those of us who aren't Aries, we have to go with what is comfortable for the way our mind works and the way our emotions work. Okay? Understood. Okay. Let me see what else is going on here. Balance. Okay. There's a technique I have where, you know the two hemispheres of the brain? Yeah. Well, sometimes we're, there's a war going on inside our heads. Go fast or slow down, whatever is happening inside your mind. I want to try to create balance, okay? Okay. Okay, so I'm going to ask you three questions. First question is, what scares you the most? <laughs> uh, failing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I knew that. Okay, the second one is, what do you resist the most? The J-O-B, it's change. <laughs> there you go. Okay, last question is, and what do you feel most impedes your progress? Um, it's right there my, in front of well, you. Yeah, it's, it's, right, um, it's right there in front of you. There's an element of procrastination as well. <laughs> okay. Procrastination is perfect, but it's also combined with impatience, so no wonder you're stuck. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Okay. I'm going to take this out of your brain, so to speak. I'm going to replace it with light, and then the reason I'm doing this is when the two hemispheres are fighting, we have left brain for details and ego and right brain for intuition and trust and faith, and they're not cooperating. 
So I'm going to heal that. It's called a consciousness split. So I'm going to heal that for you. Hang on one second. Okay, failure, change, impatience, and procrastination. There we go. All right, that should make you feel a little calmer so that you can look at things clearly. Let me take out any blocks to intuition, spiritual vision, and wisdom so that you can, you can see the details and the fine print, but you don't get stressed when it gets overwhelming. Wonderful. Okay. Looks really good. You look, you look good. Um, your aura just got a little brighter. Do you feel anything? Oh, a, a, a much more calming uh, peacefulness go. for sure. Okay. Yep. Now take, an, take another breath and see how you're breathing. It's almost like the reset button. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That's fantastic. Okay. So over the next few days to, uh, for you, week and a half, because you're pretty intuitive, uh, look, at, look at how you're thinking and feeling over the next week and a half, and you'll see changes. And there's a document on my website to support um, the work that was done today, whether you opt to do the salt baths or use the prayers, that kind of thing. Um, but you can sure. use that at your convenience for whatever you need to support the shifts that you're going to go through. Okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Good to hear from you again. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Awesome sauce. Okay, area code 610. Welcome. How are you? What's your name and where are you from? You're in Pennsylvania? Hi. Yes, yeah, Charlotte. I'm Milana in Pennsylvania. Oh, hey, Milana. <laughs> How are you? Oh. <laughs> Long time no I'm talk. okay. <laughs> what can I do for you? I'm still working on the soul work and heart chakra I don't know. I just get uncomfortable in my chest, and there's some fear or something there. Okay. And I can't. I can't seem to come up with what it is, other than on the soul level. But I'm not. I'm not getting what it is or what to do with it. Okay. It's making you shake. Yeah. Okay. It's a fear of being out of, of of your life getting out of control. Does this make sense? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me go in and get this. Then I'm going to go to soul level and see what we get. Yeah, and that was that originated in the third eye and just left a residue in your heart center. Okay. Yeah, there's a past life affecting you. I see a war. I see lots of running. You were a woman trying to protect your children. And chaos in any form after that lifetime would um, wreck you, literally. Let me see if I have permission to remove this. Okay. Yeah, I can take it out. Okay. Can you repeat after me? Um, sure. Let me, let me get the words. I release all fear of chaos and turmoil across all time and space. I release all fear of chaos and turmoil across all time and space. Perfect. Got it. 
Okay. I just felt a big rush of energy. Okay, that's gone. Okay, now let me see what else I can do. Crown chakra. There's a, a mistrust. Okay. Got that out. There's more mistrust. It's a mistrust of self. <clears throat> that when when something happens, sometimes you see it as much larger than you. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. That's out. Now I'm in the root chakra. Okay. Yeah, you know what? That fear is in all of them. I'm going to get it all out. It's affecting your throat. Let me go back to your throat. What I'm looking at is there are some things you need to admit to yourself, whether it's okay. sometimes I get afraid or, I, you know what, this isn't working, I need to change it. Whether you say that in the mirror, whether you write it down or, or just say it out loud when you're alone. I'm going to release the block that doesn't let you do that. Okay. All right. And I just I just realigned one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There you go. I'm looking at Archangel Michael. Yeah. He's calling um, on him. Oh, you have. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. with you. He hears you. He's. He's saying, conquer the fear. I will help you. And he's, and he's smiling at me as if to say, he has every confidence in you, Milana. You can do this. It's, it's actually easier than you think. It's not really difficult. It's just different. We get so used to what we're afraid of that without it, we kind of feel empty. Does that make sense? Yeah. And... Feeling empty like that is the opposite of feeling empty, meaning clear. Like when we're, when we're so full of fear, we feel almost intact. And then when we release those, we're not used to that lightness. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. Take a breath now. How do you feel? There's more in your third eye. Hang on. Yeah. Okay, I want all blocks to self-awareness. Okay, there were like five of them. Got it. That should help. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> There's a total difference in your voice. <laughs> you feel how calm you are? Yeah. Beautiful. Good work. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so I got that past life disconnected from you, so that can't impact you anymore. Negative energy, picture a tube from one past life to this current life, and negative energy, um, a lot of it comes from your most, whatever happened in that lifetime that had the most significant impact, and that negative energy carries through. So that's disconnected. That can't happen. And now you get to kind of rewrite the script 
and decide how you want to move forward. Calm, unified, confident, and balanced. Okay? Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. You take it easy. That was a lot. Okay. Okay, so you might want to, you know, not do a whole lot or operate machinery. And uh, take good care of yourself. And then you email me if you hit a bump, okay? Thank you. You're welcome, dear. I'll talk to you soon. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Area code 905. Welcome. What's your name and where are you from? Hi there. My name is Marissa and I'm from Canada. Hey, Marissa. Hi. Um, What's going on? Well, pardon? I said, so what's going on? How can I help you? Um, Well, actually, just recently I've been just um, struggling with a situation with my five-year-old at at school and um, just a situation that was happening with a classmate and trying to resolve it in terms of um, figuring out or talking with um, her teacher about what was my child's behavior? How is she with her um, classmates? Um, is she instigating something? How can I work with my daughter in order to rectify um, a child that's really kind of a bit older and putting her down to the point where she's hurting herself and waking with nightmares? Um, and now her mother is a teacher at our school, and she basically has ostracized my daughter um, and um, kind of getting other people involved in it. And I kind of pulled my daughter out of school and tried to re-register her in a new school so that she could have a fresh start and walk away because it started to affect me as well. I was having anxiety all month, and um, I didn't realize it until I kept her home from school that I felt like I was 20 pounds lighter and um, mm. a lot calmer. But I totally can relate even to the first two callers, too. <laughs> right. Okay. Now, she's five. And this is Vittoria? Yes. Okay. All right. Let me get permission for something. Okay. Okay. Got it. I can do that. Um, I, The nightmares is disturbing. Let me get this anxiety out of you. Just to point out that um, we we see ourselves in our children, and so naturally you want to protect them. Yes. There's warfare here. Mm. It's in you. This is a reflection of warfare. Let me go figure this out. You're tired. Tired of fighting. Make sense? Yeah. It's not about winning and losing for you anymore. It's just about peace. Yes. That's a major improvement. That's I never really good. At it that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, winning and losing would, would impact the ego, right? Yes. When you win, you're a good person. When you lose, you're a bad person. That's not the case in in any arena. Look, arena, picture jousting, (laughs) you know, picture the jousting and throwing people to the lions. And, oh, there's the lions. 
it's like being thrown to the lions and sending your child to that school is like sending her into the lion's den. Exactly, yes. That's the perfect analogy, and that's exactly Unbelievable. It. That's funny that came up. Okay. <laughs> I also want to tap on, I also want to tap into this teacher. Mm. She's a conniving one. Yeah. Yeah. She she also um, affects people's, the kids' grades when she doesn't approve of the kid. She's very judgmental. She wants her, she wants her kid. She has two, you said? Yeah, she has two. She wants, she wants her kids to be like the most popular kids. She wants, she wants them to be the most popular at school, but she wants them to be impervious to anything any other kid can do. She, oh. she wants to help them bypass the childhood experience. She, she's doing them a major disservice. That's a shame. Yeah, I, I, can, I can totally see that, you know, because um, she basically um, kind of ostracized my daughter from birthdays and even other people's birthday parties. And um, I only kind of learned that from other parents. Um, and it was just very hurtful that such behavior from a teacher was being done to a five-year-old. I just okay. couldn't understand it. Yeah. How does she have the power to do that even with other parents? Well, there's um, the conniving. We don't know how these people do these things. Yeah. It, you know what? That's right. It's like a snake, right? Kind of? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like manipulators. How do they... And and gossip mongers. How, how is it that they manage to manipulate people the way they do? And even if people know about it, they're not held accountable. Either way, okay, I'm looking at a string mm-hmm. from her to your daughter. I'm going to remove that, for, first of all. Oh. It's right in the center of her back. She got, she's literally got her hooks into her. Wow. Okay, that's out, and I healed it up. Um, I don't know if I said it out loud, but what she does is she changes she changes kids. She affects their grades, and like she gives them um, where she can. She'll give them she'll give them a lower grade than they deserve. She's mean. Yeah, she is. Not liking this chick. Okay, now let's focus yeah. on you. Okay. Yeah. So we you have anxiety. Let me go get that. Yeah, a lot of it. There's panic. Yes. My goodness. Okay. This is about you. Your daughter has her own experience, but it's a shared experience because she's reflecting you and your childhood, okay? Okay. Okay. So let me go in for any blocks to perception so that you can see your daughter clearly and determine what her needs are, but not coming from a place of fear where you're protecting her from what you went through. Okay. Please. Thank you. I'd love to end that cycle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got it. You, for some time you were hypervigilant meaning back against the wall when people are around? Yeah. Making sure nobody can come up behind you. Gosh, yes. <laughs> I, do, I do that even in restaurants. 
I'll sit in you the corner. I always find the corner. Huh? Oh my God. You still do that now? Okay. <laughs> I was looking at when it started. Okay. No, That's no, like funny. I Yeah. No, like I mean now I mean I'll I'll sit in them whatever. But um I would say up until uh five years ago. Um, or so, I would go into a restaurant or something, any type of room, i got to have two walls behind me where no one can come from behind, and I have to have full view. I have to know everything that's For around the whole me. room. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking that out. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> okay. I see, where it, I see where it comes from. There's no need to... <laughs> Say it out loud. Oh my okay. goodness. There's a desperation to save your daughter. I'm going to take that out, but only so that you can do it, so that you can save her calmly, because she does need to be rescued. Yeah. But we want it to be smooth, not frantic. Yes, yes, exactly. I don't want to get in the way. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now, I'm concerned about your daughter. This is really tough on her. You said she's having nightmares about it. All right. She's having nightmares and she's hurting herself. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I got permission. I'm going to do some energy work on her. And my goal here is that she does not become afraid of school, that she sees this as an isolated incident, moves beyond it, and sees it as in her past. Okay. Yes. And then could you talk to her and, and describe that, how when we move on, we have a bad experience and it's very sad, you know, all the nice words, but then we move on and we don't have to be afraid of it coming back. Okay. Yeah. Like one of the things she said was, um, I said to her, cause we asked if she going to, wants to go and she said, she doesn't want to go back to that school. And I said, well, we can put you in a new school. And she said, I'm fearful, but I'm excited. So I was helpful. I was happy about that, um, but hopefully it's just you know through with all this we can build her up and mm-hmm. she can enjoy school again because she loved she loved school. That's messed up, and, and it's interesting that a five year old talks like this. I'm fearful, right? but I'm yeah. excited, and she can analyze yeah. her feelings. <laughs> My goodness, who's yeah. been raising her? I know. Well, you know what? And it was really interesting. The one thing that set it off was um, when we were trying to talk to her about this child um, and saying, you know, move past it, try to be graceful, be nice, be polite. And if you see something, you know, just don't go judge or whatever. And and when she said, you know, that I apologize, but the little girl snubbed her and walked away, she felt very bad. And she says, "Oh, well, you know, you keep trying, keep trying. She goes, but you don't understand. She never forgets. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, I'm speaking to a five-year-old right now. Goodness. Yeah. It was like the most, yeah. Well, in a case like that, she is who she is. So if you need to up the dialogue, it doesn't, you don't don't have to go too far up because she's right there with you. But inside that five-year-old is a very wise soul. Thank goodness. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go in. Mm Mm-hmm. Victoria. Is she at school right now? Where is she? She's at home now. She'll be starting her new school on Monday. Is she in her room? No. She's downstairs. I'm trying to find her. I think she might be in the living room, dining room, thinking. 
Okay, I got her. nearby. You no, got no, it? no. Uh, yeah, I just I needed to get a lock on her energy. So go get her. Okay. Nope, nope. She's fine doing whatever she's doing. Okay. There's okay. Fear. Dread. I don't want her to carry that over to the new school. Okay. Hurt. Okay. Very sensitive. Okay. Now I want to take out any any perceptions that the new school will be a duplicate. Let me see about these nightmares. Okay. In order to get rid of the nightmares, I have to go into a heart center because the subconscious mind operates in that within that right that same vicinity, if that makes sense. And yeah. so the dreams being a concoction of images from the subconscious and the conscious trying to work stuff out. Um, I have to go back to the heart center to do that. Terror. <laughs> there it is. I got it. Okay, that should smooth out. I think the excitement of the new school will help if okay. if she runs into any trouble. If she see how she acts for the rest of the afternoon, I have a feeling she might get a little tired and need a nap. Okay. Okay. Which isn't bad, but I think she'll be okay with the nightmares. And if not, let me know. Okay. I will for sure. That's a shame that she had to go through it and that you have to go through it. But as you release your memories, mm-hmm. she'll get better because she's a very that's, strong reflection of you. She totally is. She, and that's the mm-hmm. thing I want. I just want to stop that and keep walking with a clear mind and, like I say, you know, kind of brush it off and walk away where it doesn't affect me and um, I can – deal with it in a positive manner instead exactly. of consuming my body, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. My, my, my. All right, good luck with that, and I'm glad that you took action and that I think a lot of parents would have said, well, you got to learn to, you know, navigate these things. No, not when you're five, you don't. Not when you're being victimized. You you get yeah. them out of there. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. I'm like a five-year-old can't go up against a teacher or anything. So let's just get her into a safe, a safe place. Yeah, especially when the adult is the one acting like a child. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And the only thing I've been praying for is to put peace in that woman's heart, um, so she doesn't. They don't do this to another child. Yeah. Are you going to alert the? the are you going to? Uh, you going to call the school board or the principal? What are you going to do? Um, well, my husband's going to deal with it. I'm staying kind of at home. I'm kind of not going to be walking over to the school because it does cause me a great anxiety and stuff, and it yeah. activates my Lyme. As soon as I get stress or that dreaded feeling and start to shake inside, all of a sudden my Lyme symptoms start to um, overcome, and um, I basically were we're kind of just going to walk away from it. Right. Um, she, oddly enough, is going to be going on maternity leave, I, we were informed today. 
Um, oh. oh, okay. Yeah, and um, I think they were using that for to help uh, convince us to come back, but it's 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 already gone far enough where it's just it's not the same anymore. It's it, you know this is yes. something I wanted to resolve in December, and at this point now, I have to put a stop to it because it's consuming her and me now. You know, right? And it affects Absolutely. my health. Yeah, yeah, but I would definitely make a strong point to uh, put her on the radar for the principal, the school board, um, especially for ki- other kids that she might be doing this to who can't articulate to their parents what they're going through. Yeah. I, and, you, you, and, you, you know what? You're right. And, her, but, you know, and the funny thing is, is her daughter is – my daughter is five, and her daughter is eight years old, and she's in this school, um, and she's supposed to be um, registered at a proper grade one level. And mm-hmm. um, that's something that my husband says, well, they need to sort that out. He goes, that's their problem. And he says, let's just get our daughter safe. Yeah, I'm like, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It'll get better. It'll, it feels real good now. I'm looking at rainbows and stuff. Well, good thing is I don't have that anxiety in my chest anymore. Good. Good. And breathe a little nice. bit smoother, night a lot smoother. There you go. Yeah, it's pretty wild. <laughs> Take the heaviness out. All right. Yes. Keep me posted, okay? I will. Thank you so much, and good luck to the other callers. Thank you. Okay. All right, Marissa. Talk to you soon. Bye. Interesting. Okay, I'm going to refresh the list. Area code 703, you're up next, followed by 407, and then 302. Okay, so 703. Welcome. What's your name? Where are you from? Jen. I'm from um, Falls Church, Virginia. Okay, and how can I help you, Jen? Oh, Jennifer. Yes, that's me. Yes. From the Facebook okay. group. Yes. So I figured I'd ask the same question that I asked her in the Facebook group. Um, two weeks ago, I, on two consecutive days, two different events, I sprained my left wrist, and then the next day, I broke my left foot. And, like, neither are horrible injuries. But they definitely feel like significant. They're both on the one side, and mm-hmm. they've put a little bit of a pinch in my lifestyle, which I like to keep regulated. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, you're always. I've always been taken with your symbology, and I thought maybe you could help me with that. And maybe I'm yeah, sure, sure it's related to something. In general, I feel very positive, but this is something that um, is giving me time to reflect on because I can't do anything. Right. Okay. Yeah, sorry I didn't have time to get back to you on that. It would have been a lot of typing, and and I was trying to um, get to it. Um, But it's been pretty hectic. Okay. All right, so the left side of the body represents the past. The wrist, that's about what happens is our self-concepts, are stored in the forearms. Okay. So there's some kind of sprain or strain in your relationship with yourself and the past. There's a strain with the past. Mm-hmm. I want to say in the the past three years, have you been trying to overcome some kind of challenge or obstacle? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it kind of felt like it resolved. But are you feeling like that it, you wish it had gone differently? I, well, 
also, it was, it hasn't, the acute source of the, what I was perceiving to be, you know, pressure, negativity, was removed mm-hmm. from the situation. And okay. after she was removed, I felt much lighter and happier with my circumstances. Okay. And then a new opportunity has come up. It hasn't panned out yet, but I'm happy. I'm like, I'm happy to have options. And so I was brooding for the more than three years, but three years, yes, brooding about my work situation, but still being employed, um, well employed, and but not happy. Mm-hmm. And now it looks like it might, be, and at least in my career, my career, my day job, there are opportunities that opened up that feel positive, and they haven't, they haven't come to fruition yet. But that's fine. I just wanted to have some opportunity, and I felt stuck for a long time. I have right. some passion projects that have been going very well. I mean, if I could choose, and I, if I could choose what I wanted to manifest, I want my passion project to be it. But I'm very happy and grateful for what looks like a few different opportunities in front of me right now. So okay. this happening, I'm sure, I don't know, I'm not sure of anything, but but yes to your question of have I had some sort of frustration the past three years. Okay. So the reason you hurt your wrist It's about being angry that you couldn't control it or maneuver it. Maneuver is the operative word here about maneuvering how things went. I'm glad that the source of the negativity was removed. But then there's that feeling. You know how you go back in your mind and you think about it and you're like, I wish I could have done it the woulda, shoulda, codas? Yeah. That's why you're like wasted a whole lot of time. And, and you're thinking about it, and, and you're still stressing over something that no longer exists, right? Well, I didn't think I was stressing about it anymore. I mean, if the, if I can find one element to be pissy about, it would be like I have so much to give, and I was it just it was like stagnant because I wasn't right. opportunities weren't presented. Right, but the but the most important thing to emphasize here with this technique and with these with this segment is that a lot of what's going on with us is at such an unconscious level that it's not in the forefront of our minds. Like, you know, we can we can dwell on something and think about it and not realize that we're trying to um, change it, change something that cannot be changed. We don't realize we're being rigid about it when we need to be flexible like the wrist. Get it? Yeah. That's where it's at. Even if constantly now, I felt like I'm open. Yeah, well, there's, you know, there's two things. You can, consciously, you can um, be in, like, intellectually, you can be in one space, and then you're harboring feelings in the body. And our self-concepts, like I said, get stuck in the forearms. So I think the last three years might have brought a lot out that was there previously and kind of brought it up to be resolved about flexibility. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Now, how does the wrist feel now? It it hurts. It hurts okay. more than the day that it happened. And I, I mean, I because it happened the day before that I broke my foot. It was two different random incidents. Mm-hmm. And like the foot's, I'm in a walking cast, so the foot is being 
healed being addressed. Okay. Because it's not a break, the spray. No. Right. But there's resistance. That's why it hurts more. Yeah. Okay. Let mm-hmm. me go in there. Let me go in and see what I can. Oh, there's anger. Okay. Anger. Frustration. There's something, whether maybe you're conscious of it, but there's something you're trying to hold on to while you move forward. Oh, there's security. Mm-hmm. Might be deeper than that. I don't know. I think it's like stability. Oh, yeah, it is. Stability. Yeah, that's the big phrase, and that's what led to breaking the foot. So this passion project, do you feel that if you dropped everything and got started on it, do you feel like you would be free-falling and don't know if you would have like a crash landing, or is there a good chance that you could get it off the ground and running? Running, look at that. Cause I, I'm, the I'm, passion I'm, project. Mhm. Yeah, I'm, if I had, you know, yeah, it it would take off. I mean, I am 100% confident in it, but it's not generating. Partly because I have a full time job that requires attention and more mm-hmm. hours of the week, and yeah. also, again, let me just tell you all the 3D things that anybody would pays my mortgage. It's a great yeah. job on paper. It's got all the benefits. I live in Washington D.C. Like I don't have no luck. I have two children. I'm married. Mm-hmm. I just don't have on the 3D level. I don't have the luxury of being like I'm just gonna follow the passion project. I'm doing both of them, and I'm I'm doing both of them. And there seems to be some opportunities that might come up regarding the passion project that could right. bring it up. Uh, it could it, it could be the full time thing, but. Mm-hmm. I can't just walk away. I can't. I say I can't. No. It doesn't no, you seem need very to... practical to walk away from my my job. No. At this point, no, it's not. And you need that stability, right? right. But you mm-hmm. have this passion. You even have a nickname for it, passion project. You know, you have this passion to do something. You have a soul urge to do something. Mm-hmm. And with spirit understanding that in 3D, we kind of need some order here. You know? It, it's got to be mm-hmm. organized. And what, um, there's something I want to do. Okay. Let me save that for last. Let me get this anger and frustration out of the wrist. I'm just going to pull energy down your arm. Um, if you would, okay, just relax your hand. All right. I just want to make sure that chakra in your hand is clear. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, here we go. Okay, that's out. Okay, it feels a lot calmer. Got the anger out. Okay, now what you need to do is gather up all your awareness, all your all your conscious focus, right, in your third eye. Start out there. Now move it to the pit of your throat, over to your shoulder, and down through your arm. And then you forgive the wrist, and then you forgive yourself. Because when we hurt something, we tend to reject it. You got to welcome that back into your body, or in order to get it to stop hurting. 
Okay. There's a great deal of frustration with inconvenience, no doubt, and you know it affects your lifestyle, as you said. Um, but the, you're uh, outraged, outraged at the inconvenience. Let me take that, that out. That seems so outraged. Seems what? That sounds like such a privileged outrage to be outraged at a sprain wrist. I, it, yeah, it's like this is an outrage. Um, okay, and it's funny that you had mentioned the word luxury because um, I was thinking it just as you said it, and I was writing the word freedom. You don't really have the freedom to make these major changes and and trust. Well, you do have the freedom to do whatever you want, but we don't have the, the ability to trust that it's all going to work out or know that the choice was, was right. So I want to help you with that, but let me go into this foot first. Let me take care of that foot. About stability and being supported, breaking from the norm. There it is, breaking from the norm. I think I think within a year from now, your life's going to be totally different, and it's up to you. Okay, it's a pretty clean break. Okay, so that's okay. Here's the thing I want to tell you. There's something you want to do, but you're held back because it just doesn't – it's just not reasonable to, like you said, pick up and just upset the whole apple cart when you have other people depending on you. But if you decide to make a choice today, and today's the first day of February, which, which is a two-month, which has a lot more balance. Uh, January was a lot more um, rambunctious with the energy because it was the, a one month of a one year. And so a lot of us in our minds were rearranging um, goals and where we want to go and just thinking about what we want to do. But if you make a choice today, it is universal law that you will see evidence of that choice in three months. And here's what the law says. It says, upon making a choice and reaffirming it consistently, the passing of three moons will reveal the change in reality and show the host slash chooser of the rightness or error of his choice. So when you make a choice, it takes about three months to see evidence that you're on the right track. I would think that if you have such a passion from this and it's coming from soul level, that this is where your soul wants to go. And we want the ego to kind of get on board and cooperate and start to see opportunities. So I want to Go in. I'm going in. I'm going to go into your third eye, if that's okay, and take out any um, blocks to vision, like spiritual vision, mm-hmm. so that because opportunities are are in front of us all the time. When we have various emotions ricocheting around in there, it it renders our vision much dimmer, and we can't see the opportunities. So, if you want to write it down, make a choice, write an affirmation that you will that you will see the opportunities that are that are present in front of you so that you can see a clear path to successfully get, getting your passion project off the ground. And then you reaffirm that every day that I can see, I can see the opportunities. I can see what's coming. I can see the path, the clear path, not, not, not a path with a tree in it, the clear path to success. There's no need to go. Go into your third eye blocks to vision blocks to progress blocks. Oh, there it is. It's like there's a wall that you just can't see past. Get that out. I'm also looking at 
you know, your your soul or higher self is, is about three feet above your head. Mm-hmm. And what the ego does is the soul is always trying to transmit information to you. But the ego jumps in and creates like static in the line is how I like to describe it. And that's what I'm looking at. So I'm going to go over there to that part of the line and, and get that static out. Okay. That's much better. So what I did was I re-energized your connection to your higher self so that you could start operating from that perspective instead of too much in 3D, you know? I want you to follow your intuition and, and whatever guidance is offered you because, as we all know, if you if you were to ask around and say, how could I do this or how could I pull this off or how do I manifest this, if you go to someone in 3D, a lot of people see things in 3D and they can only give you 3D advice. Where you need to come from is from a much higher perspective. Does that make sense, Jen? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, any? do you have any questions? Well, one comment. My wrist does feel better. Good. It does. It should. It, it was pretty angry. Well, it's interesting because I wouldn't, I work, I work on not, I mean, I don't feel angry. So, like, kind of, you know, sarcastic frustration, but maybe that's just anger, trying to be funny. Um, sure. So, at, as for the passion project, I've been working on it, and I'm—I mean, I'm happy. Even the process is really fulfilling to me. I write about—I have a blog, and I write about um, capsule wardrobes, and I have a little audience. I have a private Facebook group, and they're really engaged. And I get—you know—traction is good. I see finally Pinterest is working and driving a lot of traffic. I'm just being tactful right now, but like I'm—I'm right. I'm seeing growth. Like I can see that this could be a thing. And right. that's right, the fashion but thing, right? But it's like right? I'm waiting for that thing that's like that I'm, I'm looking at the horizon for that person or situation or contact that's going to bring it up to the next level because I'm positive, I meditate, I manifest, and I do the work, and I do the work because I love it, not because like, right. it just needs to be. Even if, I, if nothing ever happened, it's still really fun, and it's still really satisfying to me. Um, but I know it could be something else. And it's, no, there's amazing it's, potential here. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that, and I believe I believe that because I do follow. I'm I follow the signs, and I have faith. And you know, I'm human still, so we work sure. with our egos. But it's it's that opportunity. I'm not looking for someone to do it for me. I'm looking for that opportunity that brings it on, brings it up a level to more eyes, and makes it into a tangible business model that can help right help me get it there recognizing that maybe it's not just one big thing it's a few different things you know that's how it is and but mm-hmm. I, I i mean i guess so so choose am just I choose that, that you're going to see it and that they're coming and that you're going to let them in okay and see what happens in the next three months for you with the spiritual work that you do you could probably make it go faster Okay. But but let go let go of any any thought or notion that you're not going to recognize them when they come because I took out any blocks to vision. So keep doing your meditating and all that all that good stuff, and then just make a choice that I am willing to allow in the person that will take this to the next level, and I look forward to expansion. 
and growth. Thank okay. You. Okay. Thank you so much, Charlotte. And You're you, welcome, good Jen. Good job with the Facebook. You're doing a great job, and I'm glad to oh, be part thanks. of it. Oh, thanks. I'm glad you like it, and thanks for being part of the group. It's a lot of fun. It is. All right. I'll have talk a great to you day. soon. Okay. You too, okay. Jen. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, area code 407, bringing you live. Hi there, what's your name? Hi, this is Esther. Hi, Esther, how are you? I am good, how are you? Good, it's been a very long time since I've spoken to you, hasn't it? Yeah, I don't think we've ever gotten to speak in person, only on Facebook. Uh Uh-huh, well, on the office phone too. Right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> where I used to work. Okay, but we don't we don't mention that here. Well, I'm glad you <laughs> called in, and I'm glad you're part of the Facebook group, and and you seem to be enjoying it very much. How can I help you? Are are you do you understand what the technique is that I'm doing for people? I think I do. Um, I feel kind of uh, a little bit lost and off center. I was an elementary school teacher for about 25 years, mm-hmm. and about. About a year ago, my mom and stepfather were killed in a car accident, and um, I was the executor of their estate, and last year was probably the most challenging year I've ever had dealing. I dealt with four attorneys and my stepfather's family and my own family, and I just got that all resolved on December the 8th. And so now I'm kind of like I'm not really sure, you know, what direction to go in or what to do with my life. Okay. You also have a little bit of PTSD going on. Yes. I'm being kind about that. Okay. Yeah. All right. And now, did you say you're retired? Yeah, I retired from teaching, and, you know, I had a couple times gone back to work, like in preschools, but I ended up getting sick, and so I figured that wasn't the right path, and Right. Last year, I started I started an astrology class, a self-paced class that I can do at home. But okay. lately, I haven't had the motivation to work on that either. Got you. Okay. Okay. First thing, <clears throat> take a breath. Take take note of how you're feeling. Any tension in your chest area? Okay. Okay. Right now, that's your normal. That's what, how it feels to breathe normally, okay? That's going to change in a few minutes. Okay. Now, if you would open your heart center as big as you can, if you can get the edges of the chakra to the outside edges of your ribs, that would be ideal. But if it gets uncomfortable, stay where you are. Okay. Okay. You need some serious work on your heart center. Okay. So naturally, the first thing I'm looking at is a lot of grief. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what the technique does is, is uh, it, your heart is an open book. I'm just reading it to you. Okay. So everything presents itself in priority order as to what is holding you back the most and then goes down the line. And sometimes it, it fluctuates because things from the present pop up. But um, what I'm looking at, is dense energy in the heart center, and then it's generally color-coded to tell me which chakra it originated in. When we experience these emotions, um, especially for the first time as children, um, 
it generates from one of the other chakras, but it leaves a residue in the heart center. And that's why we get this heavy hearted feeling. And sometimes we can have this longing or sadness that we carry around and we can't quite put our finger on it. It's just residues of other emotions. So I just wanted to explain that just for clarity, but the grief is certainly tied to your mom and dad. So I'm going to go in and I'm going to remove that for you if that's okay. Yes. Okay. That's pretty heavy. Okay. The the thing that comes up next is overwhelm. Yes. No doubt. Uh, Really, there were times last year I I wasn't sure how I was going to handle it all. It was quite a financial burden. Yeah. I think you, a couple times you were on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Yep. Yes. Yeah, nobody tells you what it means to be an executor of an estate until you're put in that position. Exactly. And then, depending on the size of the estate, there's the size of your overwhelm, you know? Okay. Let me get that. Now, your husband's coming up for me. Really? He he was very supportive um, That's during what's the coming whole year. Up. Just that, and that also, he, he held the ship steady for you. Yeah. And even though during that time his mom passed, he still was very stable and my rock. Well, he he's interesting. I don't know him. I don't think I've ever met him. And I, I think there is a difference between the ways in which your 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 parents died with with yours being sudden like that. Certainly, right. it's it, you know it, it's got that it's embroiled in that element of tragedy. But his mom was no doubt up in years, and it wasn't as much of a shock. Is that true? That's true. So he was able to navigate that. Right, and he much, didn't much have better. the. Yeah, there was no stepchildren and no fighting in his family. It was just three brothers, and you know there they you resolved it. Okay, so so it's a little more functionality that made it made it not horrible. Okay, so you had a lot of fighting too. Right, and then he had peace with his mom, and myself and my mom have always had a very difficult relationship ever since my childhood. You and your mom? Yes, yes. Okay. So I think that's a big difference as well. Yeah. What I'm looking at now is a lot of anger and resentment. Yes. This is a before, during, and after type of thing. Um, (laughs) The resentment of being assigned executor. I'm just going to take this out. You know what that's all about. Yes. We'll need to hash over it. Okay. Okay, what I'm getting now is resignation. Well, that's it's like, probably the feeling I've been feeling like I don't know what to do with, exactly. with my life anymore. 
Yeah, and well, if it just feels like you know your life was taken out of your hands for a while, you know. Yes, it was. And right. and you get like that, and you and you you figure, what's the point? Like, why even bother if I can't even focus on myself? So, let me get out the resignation. And now we want the motivation to come up. Okay. All right. Now I'm looking at self-pity. Let me get, and there's inner crying. What inner crying is, picture the, uh, the inside of a heart, the heart chakra. Now visualize that it has a lining like a sinus cavity. Okay. Okay. Now pick, now picture it kind of slowly and silently weeping. And like mm-hmm. tears collecting at the bottom of the chakra, which gives you that very heavy feeling. Right? Mm. Right. Okay. I'm going to clean that up for you, okay? And that'll make you feel lighter. Okay. Are you still practicing yoga? Yes. Okay. Every day I, uh, you know, I do the Course of Miracles lesson and then I meditate and practice yoga every morning. Right. Jesus wants me to give you a technique for grounding. Okay. That's what you need. But he said to just keep going. Okay. So don't let me hang up with you until I give you that. Okay. And you'll be surprised at what it is. It's really actually kind of interesting. Okay. So let me get this inner crying. This goes all the way back to childhood. Yes. I have. Picture, uh... if you will, um, when picture the heart center filling up to capacity with, say, tears. And then it goes, and there's like a pipeline that goes down to the third chakra, and it fills that up, and then goes down to the second chakra, and fills that up, and down to the first, to where it gives you a real survival issue. Like, how can I live this way? I don't, I don't, I can't live this way. Thoughts like that. Um, And from childhood, it feels like this isn't what my life was supposed to be. You were very angry, and you felt that you had gotten the short stick. Do you recognize this feeling? Oh, yes. Okay. Let me take that out. Yeah, like you were cheated. Okay. So now I'm getting all the liquid out. You may feel a sensation. You may not. That was a lot. Okay. So let me just get this all dried up, so to speak. I'm going to align your chakras, too. Let's spend some time with you, okay? Thank you. You need it. You're welcome, honey. Oh, here's self-pity. Perfect. Not bad. Okay, what happens when I get to when I go through the layers? We all have self-love within us. It's there and it's huge, but it gets covered up by stuff like grief, overwhelm, anger, you know, self-pity. Self-pity was the big one for you. Once I pulled that out, that's when I get a pink flash, like really bright. 
that tells me it's accessible to you now. Now moving forward, with that being accessible, you will feel motivated. You will feel self-acceptance. Okay? Right. Thank you. Let me, mm-hmm. Let me finish the rest of these. Blindsided is the word. This feels like a repeat circumstance where you feel blindsided by something or someone. Yes? Can I take that out? Yes. As long as you recognize it, I don't have to describe it. You know where it's coming from. But it's awful. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Got it. <clears throat> I caught that on my way down to the third chakra. Okay, here we go. There's damage here. Is this mom? There's what? There's damage to your third chakra. Is this mom and taking away your personal power? Yes. Okay. Fix that mom up for you and, and a, a stepfather I had when I was a child. You had more than one stepfather? I did. I had well, I'm three. Not, I'm not liking <laughs> the first one at all. No, the first one was an abusive one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Mm, so the one my that, goodness, people like this. Okay. All right. I got that. I got all the the dings and and it was bent. Okay. A lot of anger in your second chakra. That's mom. Did she make you feel guilty for being a girl? Uh she made me feel guilty for a lot of things. There was nothing quite right that I ever did. Okay, there's a lot of guilt here. Superimposed guilt. You did nothing wrong, Esther. You really didn't. And and what your stepdad did wasn't fair. I know. Okay. Got that. Okay. All right. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna line all these up. Here we go. Okay. Now I'm gonna go into the third eye. Any any blocks to seeing a bright future? Because sometimes it's hard when the past is so dark. How do you envision something you don't recognize, you know? Right. So we tend to push away what we know and and hoping that it doesn't repeat itself. Okay. That looks much better. Now I'm putting a bubble of light around you that will protect you from any negativity. It feels like there are some negative people around you. Oh, must be the family, huh? Um, yeah, my sisters and her family. Um, I'm not sure I'll ever talk to them again after you know what just, you know transpired with the estate. But they basically took me to court because they didn't want to pay for the attorney or any part of it. So they ended up with more money than I did. But it was the compromise I did to to end the situation. Right. Okay. All right, I got your chakras all aligned. I'm going to get your energy bodies into alignment. Your emotional body is behind you, stuck in the past, and your mental body is ahead of you. 
straining to get to a, a future that is at least different and if not better, you know what I mean? Just away from this. But you are out of it. I'm glad you said December 8th, everything was finalized. Now you have a chance for a fresh start. Okay, so let me get your emotional body cleared up here. Now the mental body. And as you know, you can't walk forward in unison if all three aspects of you are in different times. The emotional body's in the past, your pre- your physical body's in the present where it always is, and your mental body's in the future. So that's fragmentation. So I'm getting that all pulled together, okay? Okay. All right. That's interesting. I just started reading The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Good stuff. Well, yeah. now you're... Now all three parts of you are, the, the major parts anyway, are in the present now. Okay. Let me look at my notes. Okay, so the PTSD should calm down. Okay, here's the technique for grounding, and then I'm going to move on to another call, okay? Okay. All right. Do you do any type of regular exercise like cardio, crunches, anything like that? I do Pilates. What Jesus wants you to do for grounding is, as you're exercising, engage your your pelvic floor muscles. Okay. So figure out which poses. I don't do Pilates, but figure out which postures are um, would be cooperative with engaging, like, the Kegel muscles. But he wants you to do that, and that will serve to ground you and keep you grounded. Okay. It's fascinating. It really is. I do crunches. (laughs) I do crunches, and with each crunch, I engage all the muscles in my abdomen all the way down, and I'm amazed at the difference that it has. Um, And I'm I'm not as tired, if that makes sense. Yes. After I'm done exercising, I don't feel fatigued. Right. Pilates is like that. It's engaging the core and the pelvic floor. Oh, perfect. Okay. So, yeah, but he wants you to really focus on that. Or uh, unless you already do. Okay. Yeah. Sorry if I told you there's something you already know. No, no, no. It's actually something that when I started Pilates, my instructor told me to do that. And I'm like, what? I don't feel anything there. Like I have no muscles there. So it makes perfect sense that this is something that I need to do. Yeah. Well, activating the core activates the third chakra for personal power, empowerment, and the ability to make good decisions moving forward. Right. Then you've got the second chakra for creativity and creating the life that you want. I took out a lot of stuff with regard to your mom, so that should feel a lot lighter. But then engaging the pelvic floor activates the first chakra and that vibrancy for life, that will to live, that um, excitement for life. That now that this is done and over with, you have your life back now. Okay? Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'll talk to you in the group. All right. Thank you. You're welcome, Esther. Take care. Okay. I think I can take one more call. Area code 239, bringing you live on the air. Hello. Yes. Hi. Welcome. What's your name and where are you from? My name is Martha from Florida. Hi, Martha. How can I help you today? Well, I'm um, I'm in a space that I've been, it's been really um, slow and difficult to create a space of peace, but I'm, I'm getting there, and there's only, you know, one relationship um, that I have in my life that is problematic still, and it's with a man that I 
um, had a past life, two past lives with. And, okay. and aside from that, I have a lot of peace. And, but I'm also looking for, like, my life's work, my soul's work. And, and I don't understand why I have not found that. You know, I, I have a lot of gifts and potential, put it that way. But still, nothing has solidified for me okay. with clarity on what direction to take. Okay. Got it. So it's about purpose. Okay. Let me see. Now, are you still with the guy with the with the two past yes. lives, and and, and mm-hmm. this is a romantic relationship you're in? Yeah. Okay. And has anything? been effective in helping it get to a more peaceful level or is he just resisting well he gets a little better but but not not all the way and yeah there's a lot of resistance um in him yeah transforming and changing um and i feel like there's some kind of soul contract that we have also i i, I don't know i feel a bit attached to him in a way Yes. Sometimes I don't really understand why am I with him, but it's almost like I have to be with him. There's something, yes. and I don't know. Because you resonate with him, and with the way you feel about yourself, and he reflects, he reflects back to you perfectly about the way you feel about yourself. Does that make sense? Yes, I think so. Okay. So there's a worthiness issue. Mm-hmm. There's also an element of self-punishment within you. Mm-hmm. There's also this um, feeling of gratitude, but it's almost inside out. It's feeling grateful that you even have somebody. Do you recognize this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because you probably feel like you, you, you might not find anybody else like that makes you feel this way. Yeah, like I, I have that um, belief uh, that I that nobody, you know, like nobody can love me. That comes from my childhood. Absolutely. And then, and then I, I, you know, like the belief is almost an automatic uh, execution. On like, okay, at least I have someone, you know, like like it doesn't matter right. mm-hmm. who he is. Almost like. Oh, it matters because you're not happy, honey. Okay. I also have victim consciousness here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go into your heart center and get this out. Then I'll work on the purpose, okay? Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. You were blamed a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blamed for everything, things you didn't do. You were damned if you did and damned if you didn't. You couldn't do anything mm-hmm. right. My goodness, mm-hmm. that's hard. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna remove that from you. The thing is, though, if you feel that it still serves a purpose in your life for any reason, you have the ability and the power to pull it back. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I hope that, I hope going forward that you can act, you can work with this and and make sure it doesn't come back by really telling yourself that that you are worthy. That you know what our parents do the things they do, if they really understood the impact of their actions, they wouldn't do it. 
because there's truth mm-hmm. to they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. They know what they do. They don't know why. They don't know where it comes from. It comes from their parents and their parents before them. And there's generational stuff and conditioning and reflex and their egos. Everything contributes to how they are as parents. Mm-hmm. But they don't know the impact of their actions. They think they're doing the right thing. It takes a lot of consciousness to be a good parent, and they just didn't have it. Yeah. Okay. Self-punishment, taking that out. When we grow up being punished, we start to believe that we're worthy of punishment, so we do it to ourselves. And when we stop, somebody else is more than willing to pick up the baton and do it mm-hmm. for us. Do you see where we're going in this relationship? Mm-hmm. Take out the self-punishment. There's no reason for him to pick up on that energy, and hopefully this relationship can improve. Okay. What you want to do, do you study A Course in Miracles by any chance? No. Okay. The relationship you're in right now, it's what it's what we call a special relationship. It's a special relationship is when people get into an alliance because there's something that the other has that they want. They see a lack in themselves and they want the other person to fill that void. Make sense so far? Yeah. By contrast, a holy relationship is one in which two people get into in order to share and grow together, to extend rather than take. It's an, it, we call it the getting principle. It's not that we look at the other person and say, here's the easy example. Well, I don't have any money. That person has money. They'll make a good partner. Or I don't have any self-esteem, but if this person gives me compliments every day, perhaps I'll feel better about myself. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what you want to do is is – put light into this relationship to try to transform it, transform it into a holy relationship. And, but you do that within yourself. Then you extend that outward and hopefully your partner will pick up on that and hopefully meet you in the middle. I don't know that he will, but you can at least give this one more try. Okay. Okay. Let's get this false sense of gratitude out of there. Okay. And now victim consciousness. There's damage in your crown chakra. Mm-hmm. You fix this up. Did you feel like God abandoned you on this planet and, and didn't love you either? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Taking well, that out too. It, that's certainly not true, so I'm removing that. Jesus has a message for you. Can I relay it to you? Yeah. He's saying, I have been with you all along. I understand if you feel you you can't believe that, but I was. I held you while you cried. I want you to know of my love for you. I want you to know that you can embrace my peace. If you will let me into your heart, I ask that you invite me now. So basically, open your heart and invite Jesus in. He wants to come in and take up residence and help you transform, okay? Okay, he's in there. Mother Mary's here now. She's asking me to say, I love her too. And I'm working with her to help her develop her divine feminine energy within. 
Divine Mother wishes her happiness, her peace, her joy, her bliss. She must accept it. She has been deflecting it for many years. Martha, you are worthy. You are worthy of so much more. Allow whatever doesn't serve you to fade away, fall away. Allow it to crumble. It will be all right, and I will be with you as well. And she's got her hand on your head. Okay. Um, purpose. Let me go to purpose. Okay. Take out any blocks. prevent you from recognizing your purpose okay I got the blocks out but here's what I want you to do if you can do you have time a few minutes a day to do a, a little breathing exercise no. did you say yes, yes. Mm-hmm. okay yes. Well, on my website spiritualinsightsradio.com mm-hmm. Go to Mother Mary's page under the the team and schedule and then slide down and you'll see the guidance from spirit and then slide over Mm -hmm. to Mother's page. And on the about halfway down on the right hand side, I made her. um, Do you listen to the show regularly? No, first time. First time. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, Mother Mother Mary appears on my show, if you can believe that. Um, there's a there's a woman in California who channels her full body, and you actually hear mother's voice, not the channels. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so she comes on once a month. And a couple months ago, she did a breathing exercise where you say yes to life. So I isolated that and made it a, a, a cute little download and put it on the website on her page, and that's spiritualinsightsradio.com. So you can download mm-hmm. that, and it's a three minute guided exercise where you're just breathing in and saying yes to life. Because here's what happened. When you go through a childhood like you had and like I had, you start to resent life and you do everything you can to resist it. What we do is we close our hearts down. We close ourselves down, our minds. We don't, we deny opportunities. We deny so much for ourselves because we feel so bad that if this is our circumstance, we must be really bad people. But then when we close down like that, life can't offer much to us. And then we get a feeling that life passes us by. Do you recognize this? Yes. Okay. It's not that life passed you by. It's that, it's that we resisted it, so it couldn't offer what we wanted. Even though we can daydream about what we want, we're not open to it because we're not open to life. So in saying yes to life, you'll find that when you open to life, life opens to you. So if you could download that and do that three-minute guided exercise every day, you'll start to feel a difference. Now I want to take you through a guided experience, if that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Now breathe into your heart center. Just breathe slowly and deeply and breathe light into your heart center. And then I'm going to have you repeat a statement. Okay? Okay. Breathe in. I am that I am. I am that I am. Okay, take a, breathe that in a few more times. I am that I am. Okay. Now on the next breath, when you breathe it in, angle it downwards so that it touches all three of the lower chakras. And like you're breathing it in all the way down. Breathe it in, bring it down. Do that a few times. And then do it again and bring it up to the upper three chakras. I am that I am. I am that I am. Okay, so now all seven of your major chakras have that belief infused in them, and you have to maintain that. Mm 
Now we're going to do this. Do the same thing, but repeat this for this phrase. My being and my purpose are one. My being and my purpose are one. Breathe that in and then bring it down to lower three and then up to the upper three. Being and my purpose are one. Okay. If you want to continue doing that, I want to get your chakras in alignment real quick. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So when I when I do this, the seventh chakra, it's kind of like pulling up a funnel, and then it clicks into place. Sometimes it gets squashed down when we have so much fear of God and life and being here on this planet. So what I, what I see as a visual is I pull it up, I click it into place, and then light shoots from it like a fountain, comes down and around and meets itself underneath, and it creates a bubble of protection around you. Okay? Mm-hmm. And what this bubble is for, it protects you from negativity. This can be in the form of criticism, jealousy, thought forms, mm-hmm. things that people think. I'm testing it out. Okay, it's intact. So what I see is little arrows coming at you still, but only now they're bouncing off. So you should start to feel a little stronger, a little more, a little safer, okay? And then with however your partner is behaving, just know that you can negate whatever he's trying to make you feel. You can push it right back at him. And as long as you don't claim it for yourself, he can't impose it on you. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there were past lives, but he has he has the ability to choose who he wants to be in this life. And he needs to appreciate you a lot more. Otherwise I don't I don't see how it's gonna last if he doesn't change. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um very proud of you for calling in the first time you've ever heard the show, and I hope this has been very helpful. How are you feeling? Yeah, I know you've been crying, yeah. but how are you feeling now? Better. I think I feel like my head is clearer. It was just like like very um, closed, my mind. Yes. And my emotional body just all distorted, and I, I just I felt very frozen, and mm-hmm. and I feel better flowing, and, and that is it's true. I need to work on on my my inner strength which which I know and I have the tools but I I kind of neglect that and pay too much attention to the outside and especially this relationship takes takes some out that to take my energy because yeah I can see the body mm-hmm. self worth mm-hmm. and how you know that being loved in in any way that someone is more important than developing my, my strength and my power and my feminine okay. power, which Mother Mary has been with me, you know, since so many years that, that uh, you know, spiritual and um, mm-hmm. uh, that have told me that Mother Mary is with you and wants to communicate with you. And I sort of been dismissing it a little like, yeah, okay, yeah, well, this sounds good. It's a nice, nice idea, but not fully embracing that idea that she can really because, help me empower myself, you know. I guess because, because you negative. Hmm? 
you didn't feel worthy of it. No, and also the negative connotation I have about a mother because of my own mother, but uh-huh. she's she's definitely not like that. So. No, no, and when if you whether you go to the website or you can even just go on Facebook and go to my mm-hmm. page at Spiritual Insights Radio, and you can listen to the segments go all the way back to June. Okay. And I think it's in the July. No, we didn't do July. There was a vacation in the August. <clears throat> Uh, segment with Mother Mary mm-hmm. and just the way she talks and how beautiful she is and how gentle and I and the, her channel's name is Danielle Gibbons and after she left I said to Danielle I said it's interesting the first time I spoke to Mother I said it's interesting when I say the word Mother I don't feel any <laughs> anger or angst I don't feel any of the the feelings that I feel when I say the word Mom with regard to my mom, and she just said yes, because her energy is so pure, and she's so loving, and she would never hurt you or criticize you or put you down, all that stuff, and mm-hmm. so I've, I noticed that, just the word mother, when it pertains to her, is just very smooth and free of any kind of negative emotion, and then the second time I spoke to her um, was really wonderful, and I think it was in that segment where I turned, where I said to Danielle, I said, you know what, for the first time, it feels like I have parents Mm. that there's a woman I can lean on who would never hurt me. And that there is a man I can lean on who will guide Mm. me and, and, and tell me what to do and what to say in situations and, and not tear me down. So it's a shame, you know, it's happened so late in life, but it's here now. So I'm not going to resent the passing of time. But they are there, and they do help, and they do communicate with us. We just have to be really, really open, and we have to listen. So the next time you do these, do these exercises and just sit for a few minutes and just say, I'm listening. Talk to me and see what happens. When you're ready, whatever manner that's supposed to happen, they're going to come through. Okay? I hope you continue to listen to the show. We do a lot of good stuff here. Okay? Thank you. Yes, You're welcome, dear. Thank you for your help. You're very welcome. Take good care, Martha. Oh, and on the website, there's a document. Go to the heart clearing mm-hmm. session under the products and services. Download the document. Mm-hmm. It gives you techniques to help support this and special prayers. And I think you'll enjoy okay. that. Okay? All yeah, right. Yeah. Take care, Martha. You. You're welcome. All right, everybody. All right, everybody. That's about all I have time for today. I appreciate everyone who called in and all of your beautiful uh, questions and for trusting me with helping you with uh, sensitive issues. And I'm sorry I didn't get to everybody. Uh, we'll see how much time we have next time. Again, it'll be on the first Thursday of the month. We'll continue doing this work and spending time with people to help them gain clarity. Thank you so much for, for tuning in. And remember, if you want to book a full session, just visit the website, spiritualinsightsradio.com. I'd be honored to help you. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.